another day. So yesterday, well, east of the International Dateline, where I'm at at the moment, uh, it was 2019. Today it is 2020. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realisation and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So what's all the fuss about the movement of a hand on a, on a clock face? See, the concept of time is self-evident. Uh, an hour consists of a certain number of minutes and a day of hours and a year of days. And the passing of time is indeed closely connected to the concept of space. There's a lineal orientation to that. So according to the general theory of relativity, space or the universe it emerged in a big bang about you know, 13 or so billion years ago. Now, physicists are clear on this phenomena, but let's get geeky for a moment. Now, they say that time is not absolute, despite what common sense tells you and me. So Einstein's general theory of relativity established time as a physical thing. So it's, it's a part of space-time and the gravitational field produced by massive objects. So the presence of mass warps space-time with the result that time passes more slowly, close to a massive body such as Earth. Now, to me, this is a critical consideration worthy of pondering for us non-physicists. See, have you noticed or have you experienced that uh, a child experiences boredom a lot more than adults? Um, you know, a car or a plane trip seems to take forever um, and books could easily rank as boring for some and movies likewise for others. But even highly anticipated events like school holidays could become boring. So conversely, an adult... How often do you hear or have you heard yourself saying, oh, time just flies? And particularly this, this time of year where there's a transition from one year to the next, it's like, oh my gosh, this year's just flown. Or, you know, halfway through the year, it's, gosh, it's only just six months until Christmas. How it's flown? Well, you know, I've heard that said at least 20 times over the last couple of weeks. Probably the last week, actually. So, you know, it's a, it's a very common utterance from uh, adults not very common from children. So, and likewise, boring is not very common with adults. So how can this perception of the same thing be so different between people? Well, if the scientists are right, time moves slower when around mass and faster when there's less mass, right? So when something's more dense um, and of a greater volume, it, it time goes slow and then when there's no volume or little volume, little mass, um, it goes fast. So is it possible that the lack of mass, not, not like size, but actually lack of clarity and flow and um, you know, filled with um, the essence of, of, of childness or childishness or childlikeness, 
um, because it's not just a you know, it's not just physical children I, I'm doing in this in this context um, but there's a lack of mass with some people and other people are very heavy and you know children typically exemplify the lack of mass or less mass and therefore they can fly so and the, the more mass in adults uh, which you know is all the adult issues and the challenges and responsibilities and so forth has um, that these two have a relationship to the perception of time so maybe that lightness and flexibility and curiosity and inquisitiveness of the child makes time seem to go slow. Whereas the heaviness and the rigidity and the certainty and the knowing of an adult distorts time because possibly we're being taken out of being present with time uh, and we aren't allowing ourselves to, to actually become immersed in the time. And so the perception then is a time to slip by, or it's, it's commonly called flies by. So if this viewpoint's useful, um, it's probably worth considering that when you're totally in the moment with joy and appreciation and gratitude and harmony, you'll, you will distort time to a slower perception that is full and rich. Now, in this state, colors are more intense and smells and Flavors are more robust and feelings are more um, accurate. And, and interesting, while awareness tends to be more profound, nor, you know, maybe more in touch with consciousness. So what I would suggest here is that your innate brilliance is there. It's within you. It's not, it's not lacking. It's always there. But the, the perception of the child is available to you right now. In other words, you know, it's not lost you can't there's not you can't regain it um it is there it's waiting for you to do something different in order to allow it to come forth so maybe the hype that adults get into around the countdown of the minute hand as it moves towards striking 12 on the new year's eve clock is a sign of yearning for some feeble sense of control over the passage of time so to slow it down even just for a few minutes is considered a, a celebratory occasion. So how about slowing your perception of time then? You know, if it's possible for children, then is it possible for us? And it's been said that we overestimate what we can do in a week and underestimate what we can do in a year. So how about making it that we overestimate what we can do in a year that is 2020, and underestimate what we can do in a decade. So given that we're coming into a new decade, I think it's a, a reasonable uh, challenge here. So why not ditch the, the resolutions that you may have made for 2020, and we know that look, 70, 80, 90% of them will have failed by February anyway, as you know, they, they will be an overestimation of what you can do in a year, and they're based on time flying. And as soon as time flies past uh, the reality of the resolution, then uh, we tend to abandon it. So instead, maybe, crystallize your vision for this decade. So just get a, a cast of vision over it, what, how you would love things to be in a huge, big, hairy, audacious 
um, appeal of, of what's possible. And lighten your mass by bringing on the lightness and the flexibility and the curiosity and the inquisitiveness of a child. So there's no race against time. It starts to alter the, the perception of time. And you know, looking back, it's amazing what you can achieve in a 10-year time frame. And, you know, at times when I plotted away, I had a vision with the innate model, for example, to bring it to fruition. And, and that was actually in 2010. And here we are 10 years later with now the innate model, not exactly a household word as, as my vision for it will be, but it's certainly well read, um, well subscribed around the world to many, many, many tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people. And the effects of that, who knows? Who knows what they are? But I do know that part of my vision for that is that it allows people to elevate themselves to a higher level of vibration. And that high level of vibration is consistent with that curiosity and the inquisitiveness of a child. So if you're interested in uh, taking a few steps further at the beginning of 2020 and take advantage of the, um, the five-day challenge that we've got coming up, which launches on the uh, 9th in Australia, uh, or maybe it's 9th in the States. Anyway, January 8th or 9th, and um, it's called Design Your Decade. Right? Design Your Decade. So just Google that and it'll come up. And uh, it's a five-day challenge, and it's about making every day another day for your innate brilliance to express. And it's bringing that big, big vision down into manageable chunks, manageable steps that allow you to then consistently move towards that vision. And that's a huge difference to um, setting up a goal and uh, having a frantic gallop towards that goal. And what we do find is that when the goals are, if they are reached, and most often they're not, but if they are reached, uh, there's really not a lot of joy there. And one of the reasons for that is that the tendency is to see the goal as a source of the uh, the joy and the, the happiness. When in fact, when we do it this way around, we're in a state of happiness and joy uh, continuously, and it allows us to run our neurology in a whole different way so that we, we don't really have a, a huge amount of charge or energy on the goal itself. So um, if, you, if you have some time, it's a five-day challenge, and runs from, say, allow from the, actually, there's a couple of onboarding um, uh, lessons there. So if you could get into it by the 6th or 7th of uh, January, and that's only in a few days' time, then um, that would be well worth your while. So anyway, I'm Mark Postles, and uh, it's great to speak with you again. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on the Design Your Decade 5-Day Challenge coming up uh, on a... Uh, website near you within the next week. Okay, cheers.